2: Hello and welcome to Joy News on Joy 99.7 FM in Accra. The Bulletin is also live on Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi and over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. Listen live on the My Joy online interactive app for all devices. Coming up, as Ghana marks 31 years of constitutional rule under the Fourth Republic, we hear from President Ikhufwadu who is asking Ghanaians to keep the sanctity of the country's democracy by ensuring a free and fair elections in December.
3: To ensure that the rules and regulations for the conduct of this year's election are fair and transparent.
2: As we mark the day, we have a report tracking our political history, plus, here the views of Ghanaians on how well the 1992 constitution has served the country.
4: There are some areas I think, if, 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 if the government were meant, I, I would like, uh, for instance, the, our, our, our parliamentarians and, and our ministers, they acquire all the level of what they want, you understand? Though they are enjoying diplomacy. But the laws should rather protect the, the, uh, the, the ordinary Ganiers.
2: Also in this bulletin with just six days to the AFCON, we tell you how the Black Stars have been preparing to end their 42-year trophy drought.
1: These players are used to the high-level preparations. So when they come home and they see that this is the level of um, facilities or attention you are giving to them, they don't think we take them seriously enough do this thing to them do we expect them to go there and
2: perform these are more coming up with me mamie senior thompson join News is your home of independent fearless and credible journalism now, in has been 31 years since Ghana ushered in the 1992 constitution to set the tone for the restart of democratic rule following previous disruptions. It is also the day on which a new president is sworn in after every four years as we prepare for elections ahead of next year's inauguration of another president. We hear from President Okufwadu, who, in his last term, on how he intends to ensure our democracy remains intact beyond his tenure. First, though, a historical track of how we've come far as people. The 1992 Constitution, born out of a visionary pursuit for justice, freedom and equality, laid the foundation for Ghana's democratic journey. For many, the 31-year journey has not been a jolly ride. It's been a turbulent one where political leaders have engaged in a battle of ideas in a bid to improve the lives of the citizenry. From Rawlings through Kufour, Professor John Evans, Adam Mills, John Mahama, and currently President Ocovado all have shared ideas to make the country better. But all that have been anchored on the principles enshrined in the 1992 constitution, which has guided the country so far. While Constitution Day serves as a moment of reflection, it is also an opportunity to look forward. Ghana's democratic journey is ongoing, with its constitution providing a robust framework for institutions that safeguard democratic values. The resilience of the Ghanaian people, demonstrated in the face of challenges, continues to propel the nation forward. Right now, we'll hear from you, the citizen. My colleague, Kenneth Juicy, has been interacting with some of you.
5: The 1992 constitution is the longest uninterrupted constitution Ghana has adopted since independence. 32 years after that constitution was drafted, what do people make of it today? We hit the streets of Accra to find out what people think of the 1992 constitution.
4: There are some areas I think if if, if, if the government could have meant, I, could, I would like uh, for instance... Uh, you know the, our, our our parliamentarians and, and our ministers they have acquired all the level of wealth they want you understand though they are enjoying diplomacy but the laws should rather protect the the, uh, the excuse my word the ordinary Ghaniers not them who have acquired all they needed I think in that area the country should do something about it there are some poor people in fact uh, getting one meal a day service is a problem for them but it seems the government is saying everyone for himself, God for us all. But for them who have everything, the constitution is protecting them, providing them what they already have. It really needs to be amended because um, the system is different now. And I think now nobody kind of checks anybody. So these are our leaders, the president, um, MPs or other political uh, uh, gurus. Nobody checks them. They do whatever they want. Even like this, no system, even our um, rent and stuff. Nobody checks anybody, but can just build and give it. Any price at all they want. And they know definitely somebody else will come for it if you don't go for it.
2: Well, the president has also reaffirmed it will not be under his watch that the democracy will be stained.
3: Democracies are grounded on viable elections. And this year, like we have done on eight other preceding occasions, we will go to the polls to elect the president and my successor. No true Democrat can disregard the importance of elections and the sanctity of the ballot. It must thus be in our collective interest to ensure that the rules and regulations for the conduct of this year's elections are fair and transparent and that we all develop respect for them, a respect that should not be a function of whether you win or lose. All stakeholders, that is the Electoral Commission, the political parties and their leaders, the electorate and citizenry, should work to assure the consolidation of Ghanaian democracy and help us maintain our pride of place on the continent as a model of democracy in Africa. At the end of it all, there should be no lingering doubt about the legitimacy of the election. And the winning candidates on the conclusion of the process should receive the unalloyed support of all. That is how we can strengthen our democracy and the peace and stability of our nation. On a lighter note, three years on, I'm still waiting for my main opponent in the 2020 elections to congratulate me on my victory.
2: Well, the founder and leader of the Ghana Union movement, Christian Andrews, says the high number of MPs is putting too much strain on the public purse and making it difficult for the country to develop. He wants the number of MPs to be reduced to 16. Away from that, in just six days, the stage will be set for the continent's biggest exhibition of football talent in the 2023 AFCON, where the best on the continent will compete for bragging rights. The Black Stars of Ghana is hoping to end the country's 42-year trophy drought. However, experts are raising concern about the team's preparedness to achieve this feat. Here is a former Ghana Football Association Deputy General Secretary Ibrahim Sanidara in an interview with our sister station, Love FM.
1: the teams all of the top teams in africa are preparing at high optimum places when i saw that the the preparatory phase in south africa had been changed with people saying that oh you are playing in ivy coast it is close the weather it is not only the weather you take into consideration There are lots of things you take into consideration. Most importantly, the the serene environment to allow the team to prepare. Two, the facilities, as well as the weather, as well as other factors, security. Now we say, oh, don't go to South Africa. You are going to spend money. Namibia is coming here. But Namibia, they've left their country to come here because they also want a serene environment. Look, we are not cutting up. People are going ahead of us. These players are used to the high-level preparations. And all of the teams, if you look at the African teams now, almost every team, almost every team has players playing at the top level. So when they come home and they see that this is the level of um, facilities or attention you are giving to them, they don't think we take them seriously enough. We do this thing to them. Do we expect them to go there and perform? We should not put too much pressure on them by telling them that they must win this AFCON by all means because you and I know, you and I know that we are not favourites for the tournament. Okay, It's a building phase and we should not put pressure on them.
2: Well, let's go on the phone lines now and speak to Stephen Zander with our sports team in Kumasi. Stephen, nice to have you here, but how is the team's preparation so far?
5: So yesterday was the five of the Black South Strictly here in the Ashanti region. They trained at the Topanches complex at the again yesterday, but my information is that they will return to the Baba Sports Stadium this evening to continue preparation before our friendly match against Namibia tomorrow at 8 p.m. You may wonder why our friendly match tomorrow will kick off at 8 p.m. Well, I have engaged some members of the technical team, and according to them, Ghana's first two matches in ivy Coast at the 2023 Afcon. IE, Cape and Egypt shall be played at 8 p.m. in the West African Cup. So they want the guys to have a feel of night football around that time. Now on Friday, the team hit the gym for physicals. Inaki Williams, who joined the team, I think, on um, Thursday, yeah, was part of the exercise and yesterday's training session as well. So far, no injury has been reported in camp, and all the players are expected to train this evening at the Baba Yara Stadium. Kudus Mohamed remains the only player who is yet to arrive in camp, and the worrying thing is that the GFA is not giving any information on his whereabouts, forcing the media and football lovers in Kumasi speculate. Some are saying that he has some injury concerns, and that perhaps may be the reason he is yet to arrive. So. Like I mentioned earlier, the team will train at the Barbera Sports Stadium with all 26 players in camp uh, before they host in the media tomorrow at 8 p.m. at the same day in a pre-affirmative friendly. They'll return on Tuesday to train once again and leave for Ivy Coast on Wednesday if nothing changes. I went to the Barbera Sports Stadium yesterday in the evening and the GFA marketing team were arranging and setting up um, the pitch panels for, of the association, obviously, ahead of the friendly game tomorrow. So, everything is set for training and the friendly at the famous Comatis Sports Stadium tomorrow before departure on Wednesday.
2: Well, Stephen, I know you have your ears and eyes on the ground. How will you describe the team's morale and spirit ahead of the friendly and even more crucial, uh, the game on Friday?
5: Well, um, in the course of the week, I mean, there were reports that the players were agitating the fact that, I mean, they were not too sure of where they would be trained because when um, Ghana and Africa, they were switching camp from Johannesburg to Kumasi, I mean, people thought that they were going to train at the babai Sports game. But after the inspection on the pitch by the technical team of the Blacks, the GFA made it clear that um, the condition of the pitch is not favourable for training. And so they needed to find another venue. And that is why they secured a private facility at a blank, um, Dr. Kwankei Sports Complex. But if you watch videos, of the road from Atonsu through Continental to and um, the Lake Road basically in Ashanti Museum, to to blanket where they the facility, the dusting nature of the road. And I mean the Ghana Football Association has been posting videos of all these things and we hear that the players are not really happy about that. But quite apart from that, if you pay attention to the training session of these players on the pitch, everything shows that the the players are taking I mean the the, the training session is too much enough and, and, and We should expect them to give their maximum best at the 2023 African in Ivory Coast. And of course, the tournament is going to kick off on 13 January 2023.
2: Right, thank you so much, Steven Zando, and he's with our team, Love FM, in Kumasi. Well, what are the views of Ghanaians on the prospects of the Black Stars squad in the upcoming tournament? We put this question on our social media handles, and Editor Fred Smith joins me in studio with more. Fred, what are the responses? Well,
4: Mamie, you were asked, do you think the squad is capable of winning the next African Cup of Nations football tournament? And uh, so far, for those who've been voting, we have 61% of them saying that no, they don't don't Mm -hmm. think so. And 39% say yes. They believe the Black Stars can bring home the trophy.
2: Wow. Well, interesting there. But that's how we wrap up the bulletin for this afternoon. In our top story, you heard Ghana marks 31 years of constitutional rule under the Fourth Republic. We heard from President Okufwadro is asking Ghanaians to strive to keep the sanctity of the country's democracy by ensuring free and fair elections in December. I am Amyesi Nyameche Thompson.